0: jeans up ready let's go and action They're so very motherfucking high time. Hmm. Yo, I had uh, a <laughs> I had something come up, so I'm um <gasps> I'm no longer doing Philly Wednesday night, but I am doing Philly Thursday, <sighs> Friday, Saturday. So, Helium in Philadelphia, you know I'm your dad and I'm going to be there and I'm also your mom and I'm doing one of my favorite clubs, which is your club. So please come out Thursday, Friday, Saturday only, Helium in Philadelphia. Um, that is that. And then next week, I'm going to the great city of Denver. Denver, Mom as you put it. Uh,
1: Mom I'm going to come keep you company. You're
0: keeping way. me company. Uh, Comedy Works in downtown, I'm doing the downtown club, not the South Club. Downtown Club is my favorite. And I am also there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, You'll be doing shows there Thursday
1: night, Friday night, Saturday night. In but Denver. Not, but not Sunday night.
0: That's right. We're flying back Sunday. Okay. Um, and I'm bringing... Not only am I bringing you to keep me company, but Big Earn, a.k.a. Andy Erickson, <laughs> is coming to do the shows with me. How exciting is that? Big Earn. Yeah. By the
1: way, I don't hope I'm not spoiling anything, but our friend Anne Tullock, I don't know how to say her last name, Yeah. in Denver... Um, DM'd me to see what your size was, so you might have something cool being made for you from the mommies.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is exciting. (laughs) uh, But these are two of the best comedy clubs in the country, and uh, I'm very excited to be doing... Denver and Philly, these two weeks. What? That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just
1: looking at our new portrait.
0: Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Oh, my um, life. Let's not, let's not spoil oh, that yet. No, let's um, not. Let's just stick to business. For our international Asian jeans, I'm also going to be <laughs> in uh, Hong Kong, <laughs> Singapore, and Macau. Uh, I'm there the week, uh, September 8th through the 14th. So, you know, if you're around... Um, <laughs> it's a city connection right there. Yeah, just come see me at Jeans Connection. And... Um, <laughs> That's that. We're going to take you right into the next month. September, uh, Jeans and I are doing one show only in South Florida, and it's September 18th at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. Um,
1: I don't know where that is.
0: Oh, where? shit. Fart Lauderdale. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Okay.
0: Fart Lauderdale okay. Improv in right. in Fart Lauderdale. Actually, Hollywood, uh, Florida, but we call it the Fart Lauderdale Improv.
1: Well, you're um, very immature.
0: It's part of the Seaman Hole Hard Rock Casino.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Okay. And then a week oh, later, gosh. a week later, I'm in Orlando at the Mom Lando.
1: Mom Lando.
0: Improv. But here's what's important to the rest of you with your tits hanging all low and stuff. Oh. There's only one South Florida show for the whole year. It's one stand up show, it's one night only. It's Thursday, September 18th. Um, I also just added Minneapolis for October, and I added um Phoenix for December, uh, full weeks at clubs. Okay, jeans, what's up? What well, you
1: got? I don't, I don't have anything. You know, I'm staying here in LA working on stuff, but I, I want to plug the 18th date. I'm, I'm going to be at the fart Lauderdale Improv. That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> Is that it?
1: Um, let me just think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, I don't go out until like October again. So.
0: Okay. Oh, can I do this real quick? Yeah. Farts. It's your show. Um. Uh, I told some of you this, and some of you have gotten it, but I'm very, very excited that there are hard copies of Completely Normal. I know a lot of you saw it on Netflix, and you're like, I have it on Netflix. But for the non-Netflix people, um, you can buy the hard copy, and the first, I don't know, I think it's 100 are autographed, and I think there's still some left. So if you want that, please go to the site, either TomSegura.com or YourMomsHousePodcast.com and click... And order the hard copy of Completely Normal, and also on the site on uh, on our site, your mom's house podcast, we added some more clips, so uh, people have really enjoyed watching the source of some of the audio clips we play, and they're they're all there on the site. Yeah,
1: and guys don't ask me to put up the pornography stuff. okay. It's inappropriate. Yeah. We're,
0: not, we're not putting up. There's uh, you my cunt,
1: my cunt, my cunt. Yeah,
0: or like just Come stick on, it in man. there and quit debating. It's not going on the site. Or no. or black salami. Black salami is not appropriate <laughs> for our site. You can't ask me to take fucking black salami and put it on the no. site. It's rude. You
2: want to see some big black lazy dick? Let well,
1: me show you some
0: dick. That's not going on the site.
1: You know, because we don't need to offend the children. Sometimes children love our
0: our site. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I and
1: mean, no, we don't need to horrify people.
0: Yeah, that German nipple is, is enough.
1: That's the best one. Yeah, some guy wrote to us. He said, he said my girlfriend gets really upset by that video. Really? Yeah. <laughs> email. Why is she upset? <laughs> she by hates it? it the most. Why? The most.
0: How could you... That guy is so passionate about what he likes. I know. That's kind of like the... There's no point to... Why would you be upset about that? I don't understand people. I don't understand either, but. Fucking
1: fart
2: on these fucking Swiss cakes. <laughs> Eat them. Hmm.
1: Eat them.
0: On, on Swiss cakes? <laughs> <laughs> there's a...
1: Oh, I wonder if Tosh.0 is going to play that soon. Ooh. Yeah, I said I threw down that gauntlet, Tosh.0. Oh. Mm. King Ass River, good luck.
0: I, if they could find him, I'd be really impressed.
1: So would I. You know, he's got the power of TV behind him.
0: By the him. way, he hasn't quit producing content. We're all over the place on this episode, <laughs> but he hasn't quit producing content. Well, we'll
1: get into that maybe after the, yes. the theme song. I'll,
0: I'll make a note <sighs> of it. Let's
3: do it. These tails, we back to school.
2: Denim. Haircut. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpack. Boots and pants and boots and pants.
1: New shoes. Get yourself an outfit. Denim.
2: Boots and pants and boots and
1: pants. Haircut. New shoes. So get yourself back to school with these tails. Haircut!
2: This is big time!
1: Who is Randy?
2: Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's
3: house. With Tom Segura. Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsky. Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. Whoa.
1: Wow. Highlighter. Okay. Work, push, go, you've got this, yours, yours, (laughs) affirmations, positive, you're the best drum player in the world.
0: Thank you. I've been playing drums for twenty-six years.
1: Your jeans are the highest. Your beard is the fullest. Your hair is the fullest.
0: Thank you so much. Your
1: boobs are the biggest.
0: Your jeans are The, the
2: highest
1: denim. <laughs> You like that? What is that?
0: Um the worst commercial of all time.
1: Yeah, it's pretty shitty.
0: Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Um But she does the only upside is they do plug denim twice.
1: Yeah. They're clearly yeah. fans.
0: Oh, of course they're fans. Um. Of course they're fans. It's um, that's a commercial for a mall, and what they did was mm. they're in front of a think a green screen. They have a microphone. They have a guy who's fucking doing his horrific beat. Yeah, Deep box. that's the amateur hour. And then they hold up items and just say what they are: hmm. haircuts, boots, and pants. And then yeah. she goes denim, which was, I guess, again the, the positive part. Um, but it's it's the worst commercial I've ever seen. It really is so bad. You've not seen this?
3: Mm-mm.
0: Just saying what it is. Back, go back to school
1: shopping. Damn. Get your back to school shopping. This reminds me of every musical ever, and why I don't like musicals. Yeah. This is why I can't I can't even fucking stomach like Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. It's just it's the same thing. You're pulling up your pants and you're walking across the street saying walking what's going across on across the street. Yeah. yeah they, you're
0: saying exactly what's going yeah. on. It it's the equivalent of like a place going like uh we uh we have uh there's different things you can get at our restaurant. You right. can get something to drink and you can get stuff to eat. <laughs> What's on the menu? There's different foods
1: Appetizers. And let's list them.
0: Salads with have yeah. carrots in them. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing right now?
1: It's like if you ever listen remember when, when we were kids and you'd make up songs. Yeah. And you just sing about whatever was around you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd be all, oh, my tree, you're so pretty to treat. I love my tree, my dog. But
0: you know there's an excuse for that.
1: Cats. Because I was a retarded child.
0: You're a child. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was a retard. Don't say the R word, please. You know how I feel about that.
1: Denim.
2: Haircut. Backpacks, backpacks, come get your backpack. Oh boots
0: God. and pants and boots and pants. Oh,
1: Nishes. Get yourself an outfit. Denim.
0: Get yourself an outfit. (laughs) That was the saddest one. Um, Why the beatbox? Why?
1: It's a white person doing beatbox. You can tell. Of course it is. They have as much rhythm as I do. That's how I do
0: beatbox. (laughs) I feel like that girl's gonna go, get yourself an outfit.
2: Get yourself an
1: outfit. Denim. You know
2: boots and saying? pants and boots and
1: pants. Haircut. Nisha. She's not committing to it when she's like, get yourself an outfit. You should
0: see the haircut she's on the person commit. telling you to get a haircut.
1: Hippie? No. Long haired.
0: Just bad. Yeah. Just somebody who you might first your first thought might be mm-hmm. that person should get a haircut. <laughs>
1: So get yourself back to school with these Haircut Alright oh, We got it God got it. That was back to school day yesterday for children They went back to school Remember that though? Dude, first day back to school when Wait, yesterday was first day back? Yeah Really? Yeah I don't know. Remember like you come back from summertime's and like everybody had grown, like you grow like ten feet a summer when you're a kid for some reason. Ten feet, yeah. You come back and every you're like, look at Tom Segura, he's you know seven foot ten,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and your beard probably came in by fifth grade. When did you get this beard?
0: No, I mean I started shaving in seventh grade, but that was like that was <laughs> the I had like the the thing. <laughs> The the
1: the Puerto Rican,
0: yeah, the Puerto Rican stash was coming in, and and then the (laughs) hair on the sideburns was starting to grow. So, but that wasn't you know that's not daily shaving. I needed the daily shave by the time I was like a junior in high school.
1: I bet Mm -hmm. your eyes. You shaved your uh, eyes out of my face. Um, There's nothing grosser to me than prepubescent boys' facial hair.
0: It's horrible. It's
1: so gross. It just looks like masturbation. The only
0: thing worse than that is an adult man who has that hairstyle on his face. Yeah. Some guys can't grow a beard.
1: Yeah, then you just shouldn't, right? Like if you no, can't No, if you can't don't do it. Just shave.
0: I know. I have I have some friends that are really like mad about it and they feel like they it's like one of their big points of of contention is that they don't get uh to grow beards. No. Cuz they get like they get uh patches. They have like patchy patch, fur. Patchy fur. Yeah.
1: You can sell people your beard trimmings, and they can make a beard. It's out of really it. full right now. It's so full.
0: It's so, full.
1: and I like the silver dogs in there. I like the pepperers. I really like the different colors. I think it's cute. Now, your sister is n- not a fan. Oh,
0: I posted a picture. Um, I haven't even mentioned it on the show. but I posted a picture that I when I met Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then you sent it to her. Yeah. And her first thing was how excited she was that I met Mike Tyson. And then she called me the next day and she was like, honestly, you seriously, <sighs> you seriously, you have to die. You're weird.
1: This isn't, this is Jane. not. This Maria. is Jane, not Maria. She's yeah. like, you
0: really, tell me you have to Tommy, you have to. And I go, <laughs> uh, I don't want to. And she goes, it's really bad. Like you look really, really, really bad. Like that's how she talks. And I was like, um, but I feel okay. And she was like, it looks terrible.
1: I think it looks really distinguished.
0: Terrible. This
3: is Jane. Oh my god, seriously? <laughs> That's Jane.
1: You look very distinguished. You look like you know when like the older gorillas have silver chest hair and silver fur. Yeah. You're like the older gorilla in the pack.
0: I'll just say this, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. So, I if it doesn't bother me.
1: It Doesn't bother me.
0: Yeah. I mean, when are your pubes going to turn gray? I don't know. They haven't started. I have some I have some gray chest hairs. Yeah. But again, it's just like a little bit. That also doesn't bother me.
1: It doesn't bother me. I like it. I yeah. prefer that.
3: Oh my god, you guys are so disgusting.
1: Now remember back to school times with Feef was here? Did he you know Feef caught a fly when you were in here? What? So there was a flea flu and he was like ah, like biting it and he caught it and he ate it. Really? Yeah. Gross. Dogs are so gross. Um, but I remember like back to school times when you were a kid and then you'd go back to school clothes shopping. And your mom wouldn't let you get brand name shoes, so you'd have to go to Payless and get like the whack, yeah, Payless shoes. Yeah, that's not true. You guys had brand name. I bet you guys had Reeboks, like real high top Reeboks, huh?
0: No, well, it you know it varied. Like, um, I remember not having or it all depends on your age. And then don't forget, I was playing sports, so like it starts to matter more because you're playing sports to have the cool. Like I didn't have. I don't remember having stylish cool kicks for, like, going to school. I just remember, like, hey, I'm playing basketball right now. I need to get a good pair of basketball shoes. Mm -hmm. And then you would go for, like, I would try to, I never had Jordans, but I'd try to get, like, nice, like, Nikes or Reeboks.
1: Yeah. Well, I know, just growing up in L.A., like, I I felt the pressure to dress cool from, like, second or third grade on, because, like, people just had cooler stuff, you know? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My mom never got me. She would always insist on buying me, like, sweat outfits oh like sweat pants sweatshirts
0: well she's dressing you like a fucking like a commie fucking drug dealer that came over <laughs> she's dressing you like like what the, what she Go knew
1: on, motherfuckers yeah. i want to win this billing
0: would, would this she year. buy you tracksuits
1: that's what i'm telling you it's so crazy it is but and now looking back it is but back then i didn't know any better yeah. She's dressing me, yeah, like a fucking Armenian drug dealer.
0: Hilarious. I'm like, I want to win spelling bee. Was she like, it looks good? You I'm look old cool. i
1: timetables. I learned timetables. Uh, old timetables. I didn't know. I thought every kid was going to come rocking a cool tracksuit, and then it was Listen, just me.
0: You go fourth grade, you go <laughs> fifth grade, you wear Adidas tracksuit.
1: It wasn't even Adidas, dude. I got like, I don't know what fucking whack-ass brand.
0: You wear knockoff Adidas Dusty. Yeah.
1: Suit. It was so ghetto, dude.
0: You look good with this tracksuit.
1: You look this is a good look for a woman, especially for little girls. Little girls love <laughs> tracksuit.
0: Little suits. girls go hand in hand with tracksuits.
1: <laughs> yes. Chris, like are you going to love this? She used to get me uh, different colored tracksuits. But I got to pick the color. So like I would have like a light like a pink one, a turquoise one. <laughs> like really? And I remember at the time What grade is this? Dude, this is like Shit, man.
0: Fourth, fifth grade. I had, you know, that I've never known this before, and all the time I've known you, mm. this is a total revelation. Mm. This is a big moment. The, this is the time you're telling me that you, my spouse, wore fucking track suits <laughs> to uh, uh, third and fourth grade.
1: Third grade, I lived with my dad, so I wore, I dressed like Madonna. Like he, I would wear right. tube skirts and ear, like your crazy earrings and, and lace fucking press gloves on, and, and gloves and press on nails. And he was
0: like, do whatever. And you he want. was
1: like, that's okay. Look it looks good. Look cool. And then the teachers would call home and be like, your daughter's dressed like Madonna. And he's like, yeah, so. Like it didn't even occur to him that that was odd. He just mm-hmm. wanted to let me have fun because my right. mom was such a douchebag. Right. But then at her house, it was all utility, it was, it was function over form. So like the the sweatsuit was like the perfect utility for a kid, right? Right, like you just put you put a different one on every day. Yeah. Like, so I had one for like every day of the week. Track suit, it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was useful.
0: Not what little girls. But it's
1: wear. not. I wanted dresses, and she's like, "Dress is so stupid. Dress is so stupid. Why do you want to wear a dress? Wear a nice tracksuit.
0: Tracksuit, you look cool, and you can put knife. <laughs> you can keep knife inside jacket. Right, yeah. right, right, right. It's such a banana outfit to wear.
1: Yeah, you could carry your knife and your drugs in I the
0: pockets. Definitely, never saw another little girl in a tracksuit. Of
1: course not. But it kinda made me a fucking gangster, right? I guess, so. I guess
0: so. I guess so. Made me
1: hard like a thug. I'm a criminal, son. Yeah. Yeah. And then I but by sixth grade I wised up and I was like, I'm not wearing this wax shit anymore, okay? And then I'd I'd make them buy me cooler stuff. Like like I, I oh, you know what I love, dude? Fucking what are those pants what are they called? Those beige pants with pockets on, like fatigue pants? No. Camos? Like- no, dude, not camo, they're like Shit, come on. Now they're big in the 80s. What are these fuckers Cargo called? pants? Yes, dude. That's what
0: you wanted? Oh, I-, I l- remember wanting cargo stuff.
1: So cool. All those pockets? Yeah. Yeah. Not like boys one, like the girl version. Oh. I was like punk. I like that. I, if you're a
0: dude now with cargo shorts, you're a big old asshole, though. That's like considered a very-
1: Well, makes your dick look- It makes your dick look weird. What? They're like dick shorts. Cargo shorts? Yeah, because no, like not. those big pockets on the thighs, it makes your- It bunches at the crotch-
0: what are you talking about?
1: Yeah. I you always know? look at guys' crotches and those.
0: You're so fucking... You're <laughs> such a dirt dog. You're a pervert and a dirt dog.
1: <laughs> what was your favorite outfit as a child? Can we
0: just talk about how that's not true? What? You're just so in tune with dicks that you're like... It's Oh No, it's, it's,
1: it's true. Camouflage pants. Okay, not... What? Fatigue pants. What do they call it? Cargo they shorts. They have nothing
0: to do with dick stuff.
1: They got big pockets on the thighs, right? And what yeah. that does is it makes the fabric in between your legs bunch up and then i always notice the fabric bunches around the dick and like they're like dick short. like look at gi joe okay like remember gi joe he wore and the i just remember like the way they drew the character his dick would show
0: more okay. no it's
1: true why don't you believe don't invalidate this thought just trust me
0: no i'm not going to trust you and i know that you're wrong you're just wrong <laughs> I'm going to go out and I want our listeners to weigh in on this. You can you can go ahead and you can be the decider. Your mom's podcast at gmail.com in the subject line put cargo shorts. <laughs> Do cargo shorts have an effect on the appearance of one's bulge, cock yes. and or balls? I say not a chance. I've worn cargo shorts although I proudly no longer own a pair. I've worn multiple colors, shades yeah. of them. No impact whatsoever yeah. on the dick. Christina is voting and saying that cargo shorts have a huge impact on yeah, they do. dicks. Maybe it's that guys with car- wearing cargo shorts just have that different <laughs> dick swag. And then that's what you're seeing. But that's your vote. You're saying it has a big impact on it.
1: Yeah. For some reason, I've always noticed that it bunches up around the male crotch area and I see the bulge more.
0: Ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Tom, Tom, remember that girl (laughs) Remember that girl we saw in the parking lot yesterday? With her pussy out?
0: Yeah (laughs) No, which one?
1: No, she had those short shorts on, like those cut off Daisy Duke shorts with her pussy out, but then her fucking hooshie was hanging out over her
0: (laughs) (laughs) She had her hooshie out Yeah, she had a little (laughs) belly like, there's girls that don't give a fuck ever. <laughs> and you see that more with women than with men.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: Guys will be like, you know what? I have a big belly or I do you know, whatever. And they <laughs> covered cover up. Girls are like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: I'm going to show off this regular body. Yeah. She was like, her her stomach meat was hanging over it.
0: So much. Her meat. So much. Her tummy meat. Um, so we could say now that uh, it's all over. Funniest yes. wins.
1: Yes, yes. Sydney won.
0: Sydney won. Congrats. you don't know. Congrats Sydney Castillo who went uh 0 for ten <laughs> won funniest wins. Congrats to Sydney we, Castillo.
1: I know. We have to have him back to redeem himself.
0: <laughs> There's no coming back from that, man. Do you think? No, no. We could have him back, but we'll never play Tomer Black again. It's over. Really? Yeah, no, no, no. Never play Tomer Black again. Mm. Not with him
3: yeah
1: I'm him. glad that, that he won he was so good he was so funny he really was great Sydney
0: has good um good good energy he's a good he's a good yeah, dude yeah he can sense it when you're around him
1: yeah he's a good person and he's funny, which is like super rare
0: I yeah i think I'm very happy for and, him
1: and um Yes, you did have to be black to win. Um,
0: I maybe. saw a lot of that. It was really <laughs> so for for stupid. people that don't know on the first <laughs> episode that when like Marlon's introducing the you know the show and like hey you're all going to be competing. Christina raises her hand on episode <laughs> one and goes, "Do you have to be black to win this?"
1: Because there's so many black
0: people. On yeah, the show. and he was and, talking only and black. black yeah, and um, of course like it got a lot. People were laughing and and they isolated it and sent us the tracks yeah, of it. Yeah. And, And then uh, then when this episode aired, I got, because I was tagged in a bunch of them uh, tweets, people were like, I guess you did have to be black. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That was really great. Well,
1: you know, in Sydney's defense, yes, he's black and he's super, super funny. So not just black, you have to be black and funny.
0: Yeah, that's what you said. That's what you said to somebody.
1: Yeah, yes, so good for him. Very good. He's got 100,000 dollars richer, so we should definitely invite him back.
0: Yeah, him um, his fucking dinner or something.: right? No shit. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that mint mobile wireless plans are 15 dollars a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? but after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com mom. That's mintmobile.com mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash MOM. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where bluenow.com comes in. Bluenow.com is the original Online jewelers, since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com.
1: Also, I'm looking at this. Do you want to explain this? Yes. So, um <laughs> so good.
0: I was in Columbus, Ohio this weekend. Can I just give oh my a fucking gosh. shout out? to columbus ohio C bus what the fuck man cray cray huh it was amazing like the 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 people you came out you supported her jeans you you i had the best time i mean i brought jeff tate who is a fucking headliner and he he featured and it was an amazing show to be on um jeff is a great comic And you guys supported. So uh, thank you to everybody that came out. I will definitely be back at the Columbus Funny Bone. As a matter of fact, I got um, the offer to go back. They offered me today nice. to go back for next year. So
1: <laughs> Okay, Tom Sigore. I
0: already accepted, and I will be back in Columbus. Um,
1: oh, and before I forget, thank you to everybody who came out to Rooster Teeth Feathers in Sunnyvale. We had a lot of mommies come out strong. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. You guys made that week worthwhile. Yeah, so... And I never found out what the T stood for. You didn't even ask? I did ask, and then it was never revealed to me.
0: Was it like a, it's a secret, like Illuminati shit? Yeah. Really? Let's
1: just say Rooster knows,
0: but he ain't telling. Whoa. Yeah. I know what you mean by that. Yeah. God. <laughs> I, I just, I don't even know what to say about that. That is just.
1: Yeah. Whew. Yeah.
0: So, peep this. I'm, I am in, uh, what's it called? I'm, I'm in. Columbus after one of the shows and this nice couple comes up to me and you you know we get things all the time people are so sweet to us they give us they give us uh, doggy denim they give us
1: Yes, I got a shirt for Theo. See? It's a they, 24/7.
0: Bottles of wine, we get bottles of wine, we get weed. Weed, we get cheese, we get all kinds Pickles. of wonderful things. Pickles, posters. This lovely couple gave me a Frame now the frame is a regular picture frame, but instead of being able to see the the wood of the frame, it's all denim. It's a (laughs) denim frame, and within the frame, hand drawn. um, It's like Sopranos, and instead of the Sopranos, though, (laughs) it's you and me and FIFO. (laughs) Um, You are Polly Walnuts. (laughs)
1: Because I got the stripes in my hair. She
0: drew you amazing.
1: It's so good.
0: And it's so good. She told me she fucked up my face. Aww. So she used a cutout of a photo and put it over there, but it still looks great. Looks great. You're, and I'm uh Anthony. I mean, I'm Christopher Maltesani. Chris, Christopher Christopher. Not the dog. <laughs> he killed the dog. And then Tony Soprano is Theo. <laughs> and it the expression on his face.
1: Oh my god.
0: Especially like the with his with his hands <laughs> in his pockets. It just looks so crazy. And then it says there's no such thing as Wednesday. And uh, yeah. I put it on my Instagram, which is Segura Tom, if you want to see it. I put it on
1: mine too. Okay. Christina Piezi.
0: Um, and it was made by Casey Ochoa. Thank you, Casey. Casey, it's just amazing work. Thank you so, <laughs> so much. So good. So so much.
1: I think what I like the most is when people spend a lot of time on ridiculous things. Nothing makes me. This my is heart real. Sing. They
0: put time into this. Oh I
1: know. It's so good. It's like a nice. really good pencil drawing.
0: Yeah, it's amazing here.
1: And look at Fifo's eyes. He's got like the craziest the de- he's got like droopy.
0: Yeah. Us. And he looks like, you know, what he looks like I'm all business. I'm all business yeah, here. James Gandolfini. And it says there's no such thing as Wednesday. Oh
3: my god. <laughs> that is just
0: You can't beat that. That is Everything about so that is good. just, there's it's amazing. There's
3: no such thing as Wednesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that, if you don't know, if you haven't heard that, is a Tony Hinchcliffe's mom, Joy Hinchcliffe, she used to, how do we say this delicate Run numbers. There you go. Yep. And she, we did an interview with her, if you want to go back and find that.
0: Fuck, those are some of the best ever. And she told us that like... She's crazy. I talked to her about like, you know, people, basically they're playing the lotto with a bookie. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I said you know about collecting and I said how did it work and you know she said uh, money's always due on Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: And uh, I said so I did a, a like a role play with her yeah. and so I was like hey yeah, Joy and she's like yeah and I go like <laughs> so yep. um you know if I I'll have it in like a couple days and she was like no you got to pay me you got to pay me Tuesday and I said well I can't pay you Tuesday, but I you know, I could pay you Wednesday.
3: There's no such thing as Wednesday.
0: <laughs> and that's what she said. There's no such There's thing no. as Wednesday. She said, find it, borrow it, steal it. I don't know what you gotta do, but get me that fucking money.
1: Yeah. And I was like,
0: holy shit.
1: And do you remember when she employed the use of silence?
0: It was it was it was a lesson. If you go back and listen to those the 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 thing about silence too is that it has power in different types of situations. One of the things where it has a lot of power is in comedy. You know, a lot of comedians are scared of silence. Yeah. So it's it's like a a moment of silence to them is is absolute panic. So it's just talk 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 and it's like hundred miles an hour. But if you use silence the right way, you actually suck people in more.
1: Yes, because they lean in, they want to hear what you have to say as opposed to you chasing them.
0: And it also it you know, especially when you're doing longer sets you know, there's a natural wave that happens. So when that <laughs> silence comes, yeah. it gives you room for another explosion. Or something they can't explode if they're already riding that high. You explode. know. Yeah. So it's um, pretty.
1: And I was reading this. Uh,
0: but with I, fear, it's really leaving. It's amazing. It's
1: great, things. and also in negotiations, like for money. Yeah. I was reading this. I know. I read every. Fucking dumb motivational book and how to make money and yeah. There's this guy Ramit Sethi, I think his name is this Indian kid who writes books on like how to be a millionaire. And stuff. Yeah. And he said during negotiations, that's a real powerful tool is silence.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, think about it when you're when you're get trying to get money out of somebody, you just don't answer and see what they do. They'll they'll come up with something to fill the
0: space. Smart. Yeah. That's smart, God, man. Silence. Um. God yeah, it's, damn it. it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. At least, at least, quite an oh, impact.
1: Guys, also, uh, the video of Tom playing our opening theme is up on the website. Um, what did you put it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Oh, it is. And then it's also on our Your Mom's House podcast on the clips page. If you want to see what I see every time we start the show, <laughs> it's up. And he's such a good conductor, you guys.
0: I mean, maybe we'll do different ones, because that's just one version of what I do. That
1: is one version. And today you picked up highlighters and stuff, and you really incorporated that. Uh, 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 uh.
0: Yeah. Um, so you want to hear about meeting Mike Tyson?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't even told the story yet.
0: I know. I can't believe it. it just occurred to me that we haven't talked about it. So I'm on uh, a flight out Wednesday to go to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and it's a, I, I make that point because it's a day early, and for people that don't know the, the comedy business, sometimes, especially because we're West Coast acts, they'll try to get us to come in a day early. One reason is so that you're there. They know you're there. But also so you can do press the next morning. And it's one of the big bummers for us. We hate going a day early. like Because the day of your life, you have to give up just to fly. We like to go day, day of. Day yeah.
1: of, man. All so shit. it's a
0: motherfucker. But anyways, Wednesday, I'm going out to Pittsburgh for uh, presumably Thursday morning press. I find out that I don't have Thursday press. I have Friday press. I'm like, well, why the fuck am I going out then? Right. So I'm not that excited. I get on the flight, and right across the aisle, one row back, is Mike Tyson. That's so crazy. It is crazy. You know what's crazy? The Mike Tyson. How people react. Yeah, I bet. People are boarding the plane, and it takes an extra 40 minutes to board the plane. Jesus. Like an extra 40 minutes because everybody boarding the plane notices him and the crazy thing is what type of appeal he has to the general public he literally appeals to like the whole the the full demo like it's Mm kind of cool to watch because if you watch it's like old white ladies uh 20 year old black guy um 50 year old asian guy Forty-five year old white guy, ten-year-old, uh, uh, you know, little girl, white girl, like it's every, it's every race, every age group, every religion. They're all stopping. Some of them are giving up a fist bump. Some of them are shaking his hands. Some of them are giving so him crazy. thumbs up. And he,
1: well, I'm assuming he's sitting in first class. Yes. And everyone, so he's he they board first class first. So he's, he's seated. seated,
0: and they all everybody has
1: to walk by. To walk by and I
0: gotta him. point this oh out. I gotta God. say because I think it's important because <laughs> people are always tearing down you know the the people oh you know and this person didn't say didn't acknowledge me and didn't uh, he's gracious to everybody that's cool. shakes people's hands the, hi how are you gives a thumbs up to the people that that do that to him people are like it's a great thing he's like thank you a pleasure to meet like he's nice to everybody
1: Aww. that's so nice to hear isn't it it is it is when and you're and, a hero and he's a hero to so many to people. a lot of
0: people Yeah. so he's we're on the flight and uh I'm watching this and I'm watching like uh, guys older like probably one guy that's 40 one guy that's 70 are in his row but across the aisle and they are they are fucking really going hard on him like (laughs) like they're like "Uh, Mike yeah if you, if you go to the bathroom I'd like to wipe it for you if you don't mind then, like they're really laying it <laughs> yeah. on you know If you have a fart I, I'd like to smell it Yeah I, I, if, could you cop any of your farts and throw them over here cuz I'd really <laughs> like to see what they smell like Nerds Yeah Dad, hardcore nerd Dad now Yeah nerds <sighs> I notice him and he I you know it's one of those things where I do make eye contact a few times one time like I turn and I make eye contact a couple times like when he goes to the bathroom and comes back it's really like weird. Like he would walk back and look, and then go and like you could like you feel it inside you. You're yeah,
1: like, the, the fear. That Mike yeah, Tyson's you're like, going to kill you. Yeah, it's
0: not that. I mean, I w- It's just that like it's one that stands out. Like because he's walking down the aisle, and then he goes, <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Like <laughs> it's like a. Um, it's almost like when you see a tiger and you're like, woof. Right. Oh my like, yeah. god. He is,
1: He's he's yeah. enormous.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's a he's a he's just. There's, there's obviously something about him you know that you can't really put into words but anyways he's sitting there i have not said shit to him there's less than an hour in the flight to go so we left at like four in the afternoon it's eleven thirty at night now and we're in the eastern time zone and i go should i say something and then i finally go you know what i should say something because like he's iconic and You know, I I used to fucking nerd out to him when I was a kid and he's right here now. So I get up and I said, I don't want to bother you, but um, I'm a big fan. I just wanted to tell you. And he shakes my hand and he like, he grabs it like with both hands. And I go, and he goes, thank you.
1: No, he goes, thank you, Tom.
0: Yeah, he goes, thank you, Tom. (laughs) He said, thank you. And I said, "Um, what are you going to Pittsburgh for? And he said, I'm promoting a fight. And I go, <laughs> promoting a fight? He's like, yeah, I'm a promoter now. So I promote fights, you know. Aww. And I go, oh, that's great, man. And uh, he's like, what about you? And I said, I'm a comedian. I'm going to do shows. And he goes, you're a comedian? And I go, yeah. And he goes, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to the Pittsburgh Improv. And he goes, where's that? And I was like, I have no idea. Like,
1: That's <laughs> in the suburbs of Pittsburgh right, somewhere. Like, I don't know. In a mall.
0: And he goes, is, you sh- "Is your show tonight?" And I go, "No, because it's eleven thirty at night right now." <laughs> right. And we're on a plane, and he goes, uh, "He goes, when, uh When is your show?" And I said, "It starts tomorrow," and then I have one Friday and then Saturday and Sunday, and then he's talking to like his guy, like, "When is our stuff?" And they're talking about it, and he was like, oh, "Maybe we can go tomorrow or something." I go, "Really? I would love to have you." And he's like, "Maybe." And then he goes, where is your show? And I'm like, it's at the Pittsburgh Improv <laughs> still. And he goes, how do I find it? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I go, just Google. I go, Google me. Mm. And I, I reach in my bag and I pull out my DVD and I give it to him. And I go, this is my name. Just Google this. And then it'll come up like where I'm, where I'm at. And he goes, oh, thank you. And I go, yeah. And if, if you do come, you know, like, we would be honored to host you. So that's it. I think that's cool. And then I met him. And then I, I sit back in my seat. And i just kind of waiting there. And then like five seconds later, I hear, time. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit.
1: No, wait. Where are you sitting in proximity to him?
0: Across the aisle, one row in front. Of okay. Him. So I turn over my left shoulder. And he's on the across the aisle. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, were you on television recently?
1: <laughs> and he's saying this across the plane? Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. How funny. I go, uh, and I'm actually thinking, and I go, not not recently. He goes, you sure? And I go, yeah. I go, well, I'm on Netflix. And he points, and he goes, Netflix is amazing. (laughs) And I go, yeah, yeah, Netflix is great. And he goes, What's your favorite show on Netflix? And I go, are You fucking, are we doing this right now? Like, seriously. Wait, he's
1: talking across the plane yes, to you and he's asking you all these questions. Yes. Oh, that is so funny. I had no idea. Yes. That's how it's
0: so like, ridiculous. What's your favorite show on Netflix?
1: <laughs> You're like, House of Cards. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what Season I Season two. <laughs> I go, I love House of Cards. And uh, I go, I'm trying to think. You know, you feel pressure too. And then that,
1: you can never think of what you like under the gun. Yeah, it sucks. You can't. I and, know. And
0: I also lied. <laughs> so he goes, uh, he, I said, how's the card? And I go, I go. Uh, I watched all of Breaking Bad. And the reason I said it is I did love Breaking and I did watch it. We watched yeah. it together. But I also realized that I said it because I thought he'll like this. Because I want to say the thing that he gives approval to. Right, right. You know, especially cuz he's he's Mike Tyson. He's
1: Mike motherfucking Tyson. You so, want to be his best friend for life.
0: I go I watch Breaking Bad and he goes, "My wife likes Breaking Bad." <laughs> like disappointed. Like you like uh, shit my wife
1: likes. Oh, excuse me. Like yeah. it's le- cuz it's a girly show, yeah, Breaking exactly. Bad. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So I go uh like fuck he goes, "Do you like uh, Sons of Anarchy?" <laughs> and I go, "Uh here's the truth. I've never seen it." No, me neither. But I go yeah (laughs) and he goes yeah that's my shit like that he loves sons of anarchy yeah so he gives me a he reaches out and gives me a fist bump on that
3: Mm.
0: i turn around and then i go like that was cool i had like a little conversation and then like five seconds later i feel a tap on my shoulder (laughs) and i look up and mike tyson is standing above me and I'm like, oh, and I, I don't know what he's gonna. I have no idea what's about to happen. And he leans down, and he whispers to me in my ear, like nobody can hear. He goes, "I've been watching a lot of Netflix." <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Do you know how terrifying that is? I never yeah, thought that sentence could be that. It's so funny. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he looks at me like like pre-fight in the middle of the ring. Oh no. Like I don't know what he, if he's about to say. Like I realize who you are. I don't yeah. appreciate your material. You make
1: fun of black, people, sometimes yeah, I black don't,
0: people. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's going to say. So I'm like, uh, yeah. And he goes, that's why I recognize you. And I go, what? And he holds up the DVD that I just gave him. It's mm. like he was like looking at it. He must have been looking at it. He goes, this is the picture that's on Netflix, which it is. Right, right. The cover of the, of the hard copy is the same one that pops up on Netflix. That's the
1: stupid face my dad likes. The
0: stupid face and he goes that's why i recognize you i've seen you on netflix and i was like wow that's amazing he's like yeah what's your phone number <laughs> and i go what the fuck and so i give him my phone number and then like we land and i he gives me like a beat on the chest like appreciate you i think it's over i'm like that's cool like they're not coming to my fucking show and then the next day you know i mean that night i think i, I think i called justin and i was like dude i fucking <laughs> ran into mike tyson on a plane next day i get a text message from him and you know what it says <laughs> where's your show <laughs> <laughs> so he still doesn't know I, I write back the pittsburgh improv and of course he writes back where's that
1: oh. so
0: i google it i send it to him i find the address the phone rings and it's, hey Tom. i'm like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> and I go, "What's up, champ? <laughs> What's up, champ?" <laughs> and he goes, uh, "I'm coming to your show tonight, brother."
1: Oh my god! And I go,
0: "Oh shit!" I go, "That's fucking amazing." He will "We're gonna watch you do your work," and I go, "I, I, I'm honored." And he goes, "It's all love."
1: Aww. And
0: I know what he means by that, but like I'm also like I'm trying to think on the spot, and it, I feel pressure because it's like, you know, it's Mike Tyson. Right. And I know the expression, it's all love, but it's, it's not something that, I don't know how to say it back. So I, in like my pressured moment, I just go, uh, I love you. <laughs> and it's just, there's silence on the phone. Yeah. And then he goes, good luck at your show. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> and then I go, I think I fucked that up. Yeah. I just told Mike Tyson I love him on the phone. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I go to the show. Mike Tyson's at the show.
1: That's so crazy.
0: Then when I'm he's they see they seat him out of my sight. My eyeline. Oh no. No, it's fine.
1: I don't like that. I like to know where people are sitting if they're coming to see me.
0: Well, I do know where he's sitting. But, oh, okay. But like I can't see him because it's like there's no right. light. Oh, okay. But I figure when I that he's gonna leave. I figure as a celebrity, especially at his level, that what he'll do is like he came and then he'll leave before it's over and then they'll send me a text like, We really enjoy like Funny funny stuff it was good seeing you. I finished the show I walk to the back he's sitting right there he gets up and he like he bow like you know leans his head down and is like thank you for having me and I go I I go thank you for coming he goes you're a trip man you're a trip <laughs> and then I go yeah and I figure like now they're on their way out he goes let's go to the green room
1: you're like awesome
0: I just I go like what he leads me to the green room <laughs> and then he goes now we in Tom's room this is Tom's castle right now that's what he said when Aww. we go in there and he said, this is it, huh? And he knew all... I mean, it was funny. He knew so much about... He's probably been in a thousand green rooms. He's like, there's a window in here? I go, no. He's like, yeah, windows is like when you made it. When you really made it, you got a window in your green room. You're the fucking man if you got a window in your green room. He knew that shit so down. And we just hung out and we talked about fights and just life and just bullshitted. Mike Tyson and his like little crew, his entourage, and then... um and then of course, like the finally one of the staff came. The managers was like, "Hey, like everybody's gone now." So I go, "Okay." So we walk out of the green room into the showroom, and he meant all the the audience had left. But you know where the staff was?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lined up at the at the green room door. Of course. And I was like, "Oh, you guys want to take a picture with me? Okay, just line <laughs> up." And there, everybody was like, "Could you please move?" And of course, and Mike graciously took photos with everybody.
1: He's so, that's so nice that he's like that. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never, I would probably be so annoyed if I were him with people. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's really cool.
0: He's really cool, man. It was, it was, you know, it's one of those things I'll, I don't know if I'll ever run into him or or those guys again, but it's one of those things that'll stay with me for the rest of my life is the time I was on a plane. So crazy. And the heavyweight, former heavyweight champion of the world. I started talking to him, and then he came to my show the next day after he fucking called me. So crazy, dude. Yeah, it, it really blew my mind.
1: And it's such a testament to the power of, like, the internet. It's yeah. so crazy he knew who you were based on, like,
0: Netflix. Netflix. What a wonderful... I know. It's
1: so crazy.
0: And, I'm, and I was there today, and I didn't even get to tell them that story. Aww. I wanted to, but it was, like, in a rush. I was, at, I was at Netflix, and I was all excited to tell them the story, but everybody was, like, scattered and rushed. Oh. Anyways. Well, we love your story. We heard yeah. your story. and We like it. We approve Very. of you. Your Thank story.
1: you. I like your story.
3: Um, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my. What?
1: I was gonna say we should invite him over for like barbecue, Mike Tyson. Okay. Next time you talk to him, just say we barbecue, and I would love to have you over. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'll mention it to him. Okay.
1: But
3: go ahead. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Seriously? 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 Oh my god. You take your fucking scissors. Oh my god. Use your pudgy fucking monkey hands. Seriously? Cut the box open, cut a hole in it, and pour it in the goddamn bottle. Oh my god. Seriously?
0: been a while
1: it's been a long time what's happening
0: she's fired up about some shit
1: maria's
0: it's really weird huh
1: yeah maria's not really like that she's pretty she's always meditating calm kind of zen.
0: um i got a text message from her a couple days ago yeah. said like i have to tell you this fucking story about what happened to me and when i saw it like i got that like excitement of like oh like if she's telling me call me <coughs> I got a, I got a call because she's saying like, I'm pissed off about something. Right. I almost wish I had been home so I could have called from here sooner. What I did was on purpose, I didn't call her for a couple days because I knew I wouldn't be able to record it. Oh, so that's why smart. I, yeah, I called her today. I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been able to talk to you. But since she texted me, like, you got to hear the story that uh, I just, I called her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what is the no. story that I need to hear?
3: Okay, so we went, you know, we had a half marathon on Saturday, you and a- so
1: we went up with another... She's what? Okay. Louis Farrakhan on Saturday?
0: <laughs> Should we start playing What the Hell Did Maria what Say? What the fuck is she saying? Yeah, I I, um, I picked up on the fact that people wouldn't understand it, so I repeat it.
3: Okay. A half marathon? And so we went, yeah, a half marathon was up in uh, the vineyard, so it's like this hill, nothing but... Oh, miles.
1: hold of- on. <laughs> After dinner, she ran a half marathon? <laughs> After dinner. <laughs>
0: You'd be 0 for 2 right now. What? It's up in the vineyards. It was in these hills.
1: <laughs> I've never. Maybe. If you hadn't translated, I have no fucking idea what yeah, she I don't
0: think that. anybody does, but that's <laughs> Maria.
3: Um, I've never run one, let alone 30 miles of hills. So we went up with another couple, and we're like, we were going out to dinner Friday night. And like, we decided to go early because, you know, when they to sleep and poop before we run.
1: I'm sorry. You have to sleep and poop before you run. Right. Gotcha.
0: So she wanted to have dinner early so she could poop before she runs Which is next smart. Day. Yes. Yeah.
3: I'm okay. I don't poop at 7.30. I don't eat dinner at 8. And I'll just go at like 6.30 so I can make sure I shit before I run mm-hmm. early enough in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to make sure because you, you shit, shit before you
3: run? <clears throat> yeah. I want to poop in the hotel before I, I start running. Oh, right. So right. I always poop at 7.30 and the race starts at 7.30. Gotcha. So I need to schedule my dinner mm-hmm. early enough so I can shit beforehand. So, like, let's go at 6.30. So, we all get, to, we get this restaurant at 6.30. And we sit down, and 10 minutes go by, I and mean, we haven't even gotten like, a glass of water or nothing.
0: Are you following so far?
1: They sit down, they haven't gotten a glass
3: of water or nothing.
0: Yeah. 6.30, they sit down. Okay. Right? Okay.
3: Okay. So I asked, like, a hostess person. And the guy comes down, and he's completely, like, complete, like, uh, complete, but just, you should, like, a uh, airhead, like, hey, sir, sure for him, I'm so sorry. it's a Mexican version of him. Oh.
1: A masquerade ball,
0: is Zerman. So the guy's an airhead, like surfer dude, right? But he's Mexican too.
1: I I did not hear that at all. Yeah, I heard a masquerade ball.
0: Yeah, he's Mexican.
1: He's Mexican and a surfer and an airhead
0: in Michigan. Okay, Jesus Christ. he surfs a lot. Yeah,
3: um, he's Mexican. So is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, Mexican. Some total Mexican, but okay. airhead. Just completely space cadet, working in an Indian restaurant of all places. Okay. Uh, Which is by the way voted like the top five Indian restaurants in
1: that. Hold hold on, hold on. Let me ask you something. If you're going to run a half marathon uh, and you're going to want to wake up at six thirty in the morning, is Indian food the food you eat before you run a marathon? Uh, Is that really a good, wise decision? Yeah, you're eating Indian food, which is guaranteed diarrhea.
0: I feel like it's a smart decision.
3: Yes. (laughs) Okay.
0: Yeah, that's the thing to do. Okay. That or Mexican? One of the two.
3: Yeah. So, first of all, we have this like airhead Mexican working there. Okay. Then, like, we go away like, can we just put in an, a drink order, an appetizer order, and then we'll order it after. Um, oh, wait, hold a second. being going to go get that truck. Huh? <laughs> go get the truck? Um, Weston's driving so the truck? We put in the appetizer, and like 20 minutes later, the appetizer comes back. And then like, Tim, I ask the guy what's in the sauce. I'm like, I want to make sure there's no dairy, and he's like, no, it's, uh, you know, I think they put, like, spices and a bunch of stuff in there.
0: But- you got to say what's going on there? He's putting in
1: spices and a bunch of stuff.
0: <laughs> Come on. No, no, look at me. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? I'm checking on something. Why? It's important for us. Go ahead. So, she got a sauce. Yeah. And she's saying, Ugh. What's in the sauce? Because she wants to know, make sure there's no dairy. And the guy goes, No, nah, there's a bunch of stuff in there.
1: Of course, and it's spices. Indian food. Indian food is just a bunch of slop in a
3: pot.
0: Well, she wants to know specifics. Good
3: luck. You find out what it is? They don't even like know. it tastes really good. I just want to make sure it's, you know, I'll get some meat. And, and if it's no dairy in it, then I'd like to learn how to make it. So She comes back five minutes later. Oh, yeah, it's just what I thought. They, they put like vegetables and then they cook it and they mix it with stuff. And then they blend it. I'm like, so that's stuff you have. It's stuff mixed with vegetables and spices. And that's all you have. Is it says, well, they cook it, and then it, but then it's not cold. Then it,
0: the guy literally tells her that there's stuff in there. Yeah. She's asking for the ingredients, and he goes, there's a bunch of stuff. And they blend it.
3: It's Indian food.
1: Well, yeah, they, not, they don't even know what's in it themselves. Okay. It's just Indian food.
0: Okay.
3: Cold, and then they serve it. I'm like, so exactly. And they just repeat it. Ingredients. It's cooked stuff, then it gets cold, and then they mix, and they blend it. It's like, yep, that's pretty much it. I'm like, that's, thank you. That's very specific. So I'm like, we decided to order entrees. I'm like, um, what's the... I said, you know, I order this tandoori shrimp, and it comes with the vegetable of the day, and it's like... I'm like, what's the vegetable today? What the fuck is that? Know. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you hear that noise? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, that was Weston yelling at a jet.
0: Gee. A jet flew by. Oh, uh,
3: and, uh, yeah... Oh, so jet. There's one coming in like five minutes. You'll see another jet. So then I'm like, "What's the vegetable today?" He says, "Oh, that's today's vegetable." I'm like, "I got that much." Can, do you know what it is? Sometimes it's potatoes. Sometimes it's like peppers. Like, do you know which one it is today? So he goes and finds out, comes back. It's um, mixed peppers. I'm like, "Great, perfect." Yeah, four minutes. And I'm like, "Can I get an extra side of that?" Ooh, very good. Three minutes left, and another jet comes. Well, can I get another side of the vegetables and can I also get an extra side of the hot green chili sauce like an extra version of it
0: Are you understanding what's going on
1: Yeah I'm I kind of this is this Maria problems you know like <laughs> I, I I tune out cuz I'm like I, I, I was talking about mini blinds side of vegetables
0: Yeah she's asking for extras this of is everything like, she okay. wants a side she wants vegetable of the day extra uh extra peppers and then the sauce she wants extra of that too
3: Yeah I'm more So finally our dinner comes. No, wait. First, first forty minutes go by, and then we still have got our meal. And people have come after us. Are eating their meals. People are getting up, paying their bills. It is now eight fifteen. We got there at six thirty. Oh, I was like, what the fuck is our meal? Like at this point, I get up and I like I go up to the kitchen. I'm like, we ordered at six thirty, maybe six forty five. We ordered because we put an appetizer order in first. i I'm Like this is absurd. The guy's like, I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm just a messenger. I don't make the food. I'm like, you know what? You're a really bad messenger because so far you've delivered me nothing. The only message you've given me is they make stuff that's hot and then it's cold. And they blend it. That's the only message I've gotten from you so far. He's not giving me a single answer. How about getting our food? So he goes and gets our dishes and he forgets one of them. Goes back to the other one. I'm like, I ordered a side of vegetables. I said, and these are green beans. Yeah, we're out of the other stuff. I'm like, can I get an extra side of green beans? And I get the hot sauce. He said, well, there's a little sauce on your plate there. I'm like, I know, but I asked for extra. Can I please have it? And will drink it. So now 10 minutes go by. Everyone's eating. I'm like, so I just have them go to the kitchen. I'm like, may I please get a side of. Vegetables I ordered inside a sauce. He says, Oh, we're out of vegetables. He says, But I still have green beans left. I'm like, Great, I'll take them. So he comes back to the table and he gives me the sauce. And they says, Oh, she's got extra green beans. She's not eating hers. So he doesn't bring me my green beans because he assumed I didn't want to eat since my companion at dinner wasn't eating her green beans on the table. Now it's like three out. It was, I mean, it was like one thing after the other. And at this point, I'm like, I just, I didn't say anything. I'm like, Because I can't believe that someone this dumb exists and is actually working in this restaurant.
0: Wow,
3: and that was a dinner. Yeah, so we got out of there like at nine thirty.
0: Well, more importantly, how was your poop the next day?
3: By the grace of God, I shit like right before we left. We all had to poop, and we get we get late to the uh, the race. Actually, we're we're in traffic, horrendous traffic. We are still three miles away, and the race starts. Like we're watching the runners go by, and we all have to go to the bathroom. Like we're in, we're in the car for over an hour, and it's only twenty minutes away. We get there, and we were running past, like, the start line. Go run to the porta potties and ask the people if we can please... We're waiting. If we can please go and then take off and just catch up. Oh, my God. So, so I did take a nice, a really nice, perfect... It was a perfect, perfect, solid, easy shit. I mean, it was, like, perfect, perfect shit. I mean, I got it right out in time. 6.40.
0: Um, and then uh, you did well in your race?
3: I did really well. Yeah, I did really well. I just, I didn't, like, you know... I would have preferred to have different starting conditions, obviously, not jumping out of a car running to relieve my bladder and then quickly running across the start line and not like stretching or just you know getting a warm up or anything in. So what time did you but shit? But the race was, I shit at six forty. Which okay. is you know, right when I had my appetizer. Exactly. So
0: So twelve hours. It was like
3: 12 hours. Yeah. And eleven to twelve hours. I usually eat dinner around eight eight thirty and I shit at seven thirty every morning. So it's eleven hours it
0: And then what time what time did you start running?
3: We started at 7.30. We left like at 7.45. What? Yeah, because we started late. We got there late.
0: So you started the race late?
3: We started the race late, yeah.
0: And you came in, how many people ran?
3: I have no idea. Probably thousands. I have no idea.
0: What place did you come in? Did you know?
3: I think um, in my age group, I did 11. And then I think 92 overall, maybe in the top 92, let see this.
0: Wow. And that how far? It's pretty well. 13 and a half miles?
3: 13.1.
0: Did you train for that? Did you train for it leading up to it?
3: I do. I'm a, co- I'm a, a coach and a run coach.
0: You're a run coach? I had no idea she was a run coach. Yeah,
1: she's a maniac with fitness.
0: <coughs> I know. I had really no clue. I'm a run coach at Lifetime
3: Fitness. Yeah.
0: I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Coach. I bet you are a motherfucker to deal with, though.
3: I do, well, I do the cross training. so I do, on Thursdays, I do the Dawn Patrol, so it's a, a, circ, a running circuit, we do cross-training.
0: What's your coach style? Are you, like, like, come on, or are you, like, super positive and clapping? What do you do?
3: Oh, my God, super positive and encouraging. <laughs> but the different people, like, I'll modify it depending on people. Like, some, I'm always positive and upbeat and make it fun. I'm not mean and brutal, but I'm definitely encouraging. Hmm. Definitely encouraging. For some, cool. This is not, these people are not the type of people that I need to beat down.
0: Yeah. Um, I think
3: making it fun, encouraging, making it fun, is definitely myself.
0: So have it you been any, any other um, occurrences of anger lately with any public service people or customer service? Oh my God.
3: No, but that's what he did with, um, he was exploding like the tech, uh, DCs and LCs today at Starbucks in New York. He texted me this morning. He was about to lose his mind. Now he's like, literally about to lose his mind.
0: He's going off on Starbucks.
3: Yeah. He was texting me about it. Like, he's like the DCs and the LCs have fed right up to New York. They're everywhere he was losing his shit this morning because he ordered two drinks at Starbucks and they were incapable of figuring out how... They order, he ordered two of the exact same drink and they charged them separately different prices for each one. And he's like, it's a latte, an extra shot, and a venti cup. Ice. Like, that's out that, that, the heart. And why do... Why, one of them was like a seven-something and the other one was like $6. Like, they're completely different and they're the exact same drink and they could not figure out how to bring up the two of this. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then... They had to void them out and then recharge them. And it took them like 20 minutes basically to get two drinks and pay for them. Jesus.
0: Well, I feel like there's two new gr- there's two groups that need to fear the two of you. The Starbucks employees and then Mexican <laughs> servers that work at Indian restaurants. Are you ready for it, by the way? Mm-hmm. This is what we've been holding on for this whole time. Are you ready for mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Here it is.
3: Yeah. I-, I just don't get it. And th- you know what? And there's, I'm sure there's some great Mexican waiters out there. Yeah. But this one in particular was definitely missing, like, part of his brain. Or he's one of those kids that, you know, were probably, like, grew up in, like, the ghetto of, like, Pijuana or, like, somewhere near there and was malnourished and probably, like, kicked by his dad. And now he's grown up and it's, like, part of, like, the what's the frontal area, you know, that's damaged. Sometimes he becomes schizophrenic and psychotic. Sometimes he's become really dumb. And he definitely is one of those people really dumb. And he's managed to get a job somehow. Oh, my God. So...
0: Whoever owns that restaurant can't be that bright because they hired this idiot. <laughs> oh shit, Maria! That's amazing. Amazing. Wow. Those
1: very specific. Her her Mexican rant.
0: ghetto areas like Tijuana and fucking. Anyways, frontal lobe damage, schizophrenic, or they become just fucking dumb. It's
1: really specific.
0: <laughs> Speaking of. Oh boy. It's a um, lot.
1: I'm stressed out. Yeah. I need like a Valium after
0: that. Gang areas. Jeez. Um, We got this phenomenal.
1: Oh, well, yeah, someone, someone was watching you talk in our old neighborhood, and they just sent a video in of you talking.
0: Oh, they had like just recorded me? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty neat.
2: Okay, the other day when the fucking yeah. stupid cops yeah. had me handcuffed, the other day they're fucking idiots, Boys, like a LAPD, they a bunch they of funk. idiots, perro.
0: They're interviewing me on the street. Um,
1: this is your old 18th Street
2: game.
0: Yeah, and drinking a tecate out of a, of a sure. brown bag. Yeah, um, and the the thing is is like. These people, it's funny, they get really pissed off that there's a camera and mic there, but they're not on camera. But when they get involved, they, be, they get on camera. You know what I mean? Like, they're not on camera, and they're yelling at the camera guys to get out of there. Then the camera guy puts the camera on them, and they go, don't fucking put me on camera.
1: Right. Well, It's I almost think,
0: like the move to make when you want to get on camera, right? I
1: think the problem is drunk. When you're Everyone's drunk. drunk Yeah So when you're drunk You're you're like Oh I'm fucking being video Damn don't fucking tape me man uh,
0: She doesn't talk like that She fucking, talks a little different
1: Don't tape me bro
0: I, I could use audio of her For some game I'm not sure what we would call it either. What? But this morning I was kicking back with the guys from Temple Street, and Diamond
2: Street 5. <laughs> kicking
1: back. My name is right
2: now. The guys from Temple Street, Diamond Street, Ain't nothing funny. Take that shit somewhere else. You ain't paying nobody nothing and take a picture of them undercover. You got a boom. You know, that's the, uh, the thing to listen to people's voice.
0: You understand what's going on? She's really upset about the fact there's a
2: camera. What's up? What do you want to be on? Don't turn that motherfucker towards... No, don't to, uh, no, 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 just talk to me. Oh. I, it's your child. Yeah, choice. how you to tell me, I don't even have, I'm too damn old to have a boyfriend. That's right. Yeah, you got that shit, right? So when you open your mouth and talk, be what sure. are you gonna do homie what are you gonna do he ain't gonna do shit
0: Nothing. but be sure when Wait, you open
2: right. your mouth you he, sure, right. Right. he Nothing ain't gonna wrong. do shit
1: Okay,
0: you uh, know they're so drunk yeah everyone's drunk in this conversation uh-huh.
1: yep <laughs> but, but
0: weed is the problem in america that's what homies do everyone wants to go after weed and this I is how know. drunk people interact
1: they're out in public. It's just standing on the street corner.
0: Yeah, it, it keeps going. They, there's a lot of...
1: Bro, this is our old neighborhood, just so you know. Yeah, and
0: just so you know, I, I found something here that is exactly what I was talking to you about the other day. I'm going to play it for you in a second because right. we were having this conversation.
1: You, may, you know what?
3: Get what your, do you ca- wanna do? Get your camera away. Hey. Get your camera. Come on, both of y'all get going. Get, go get going. Uh, no, no, get going. Now. Get it going. I'll fuck you up. Now. I'll yeah,
2: fuck get, you get up. What next time Take it
0: away from- um, so remember I was telling you about like what's considered the east side
1: mm-hmm.
0: check it out and the west side and I was like how it's so different from yes. like when a- you're
1: a gangbanger it's different when you're
0: a gangbanger it's different check this shit out anybody
2: that like says F-U-C-K um, fuck 18th street I get dumb brother I got a fierro for them right here look Hey, period, honest between us, honest, I don't like cops. Son puercos, animales. Oh,
0: this is the other clip, sorry. <laughs> this is the other clip, but he doesn't like cops.
2: LAPD, Sherrod, sure, a bunch of idiots, puercos,
0: that's right. Somebody walks by, yells, fuck the police. Mm. He goes, that's right. All right, now this is the part.
2: Originals right here, Toy Boxer you're in the west side right here all these people come over here and stay right here hey you know what we're from uh south central fuck that you're in the west side
0: you know where he is rampart division yeah yeah but isn't that interesting yes that's the west side yes so that like the guy that i met that i told you about and he was mm-hmm. like yeah i'm from the west side and he said like kind of like it was like this this area mm-hmm. i was like huh what are you talking about the west side but That's, for
1: them it is, for gangbangers. Because
0: it's West Los Angeles. Right. West proper Los Angeles. Right. Los Angeles is basically the city of LA is like downtown in that, that area. That's LA. So when you say West, I'm from the West side, you're from the West side of that. Right. They don't consider... Downtown
1: LA is considered LA to them.
0: Right. Whereas the rest of us
1: consider West LA. <laughs> like
0: is West of the west 405. West yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
1: so funny. Well, because they uh, they also see the world according to streets, you know, like 18th yeah. Street Gang, they have a hood that's like a grid of the city. These yeah. few streets, that that's their whole world is a few streets. Well when he said that, I was like,
0: oh, this is exactly yeah. what I was talking to you about.
1: When he said that, or when you said this, when they were interviewing you, when
0: they were, but I was pretty drunk. I usually don't drink <laughs> that much during the day, but this day I was drinking a lot during the day. Yeah,
1: what well, were you? He's
0: pounding. Up? I'm. Excuse me. I'm pounding tecate. <laughs> Out of my brown bag I think this is my Fourth or fifth Out or of something. my
1: brown bag Homie We were yeah. kicking it I the, forgot the, kicking the it That's original a, That's another uh, Total LA homie thing Yeah We were kicking it Homes
0: Yeah
2: <laughs> Palabra. Palabra
1: Palabra
2: That's fucked up About the mirror What they did <laughs> La Mara Did that shit And uh, man It's the mirror that, That's crazy Sight right there how long were you with
0: 18? 18? Uh, since 19, what? 77? He was in the gang since 77?
1: La M.A., of course. Fuck, of course. Man. Dude, that, that guy's an old school gangbanger.
0: But he doesn't seem old enough to be doing it that long. Shit. Shit.
2: He got jumped in uh, by three people mm-hmm. by 18. 18 seconds.
0: They always have cool, um, like... Like little things like that, like they jumped me for 18 seconds right. to be in the 18th Street Gang. He right. was born on the 18th, also. It's me.
1: called branding. Yeah. That's how you do it.
0: Well, we branded our gang. Right.
2: There's all the things I can't talk about. Don't
0: talk. Murders don't that, talk about it. <laughs> That I committed?
2: Of course. Who? Uh, Rockwood? Yeah. Smoke, bitches. <laughs> bitches. Rockwood. In the penitentiary, nah, you can't get it. In the penitentiary, out. Well, you know, we all got fucking tattoo guns and shit. <laughs> yeah. I love the penitentiary, and they will give me six months in
0: jail right now. He loves it. He would love to get six months right now.
1: It's probably why he's been in the gang for so long. He probably served a lot of that time in prison you know and you get out and you're like oh I guess I'm still in the gang
0: I mean, well not only that you're, you're like life out here is so much harder than in, inside yeah inside he's like I got my boys I know how shit operates
1: not my boys you got your homies
0: you know what I'm saying
1: Well what's this high enough suppose this uh,
2: I strapped her down you know to a <laughs> you know who's this right
3: there
2: I'm only from San Diego, from Motai. He did it. Did it, Payaso? Yeah, we're Southerners. Ooh. One thing about us.
3: And then, what about the droopy? That's the droopy right there, right?
2: Yeah, droopy right there. Droopy.
3: See?
2: <laughs> I miss, I miss going to jail. Yeah. I got two, I got three. Got three strikes? Three strikes. They bring you a juvenile record and everything up. I got arrested for uh, Attempted at murdering a police officer
0: That's never good <laughs> That's always bad oh, Man he um He just said I miss being in jail
1: Yeah I heard it Yeah I got it <laughs> uh, Can you let it settle in I'm Trying <coughs> He's a lifer Alright oh, I'm
2: here forty six. Palabra serio. 46 years old. Chris Dormer, honest, may God be my witness, Chris Dormer, I promise you, si Dios quiere and the Holy Bible got me, he'll be my bunkie. I think he repent. I hate cops. i will be my bunkie if I go to heaven. He'll be my bunkie. He didn't do nothing wrong. You're just hating the way it treats you and the way it treats me. You seen the other day right there on Six and Bonnie Bray? What the- Bonnie Bray. Six and Bonnie Bray.
0: That's
1: our old hood, bro.
0: Six and Bonnie Bray. We, yeah. That's literally yes. four lights down yes. from where Christina and I lived. <laughs> Do you understand we lived in one of the the yeah. highest crime, <laughs> worst fucking neighborhoods you can live in, highest fucking crime. Mm. It's bad. It's like it was off the charts for uh carjacking, uh breaking and entering, and then assault. it was a cr-
1: aggravated assault. Aggravated, was a big yeah. one.
0: Well, and it was all gang related. Yeah. All the violence was because we were at a crossroads between these guys, eighteenth mm-hmm. Street gang and MS. MS-13. Yeah. And there was a couple murders while we were there. One, while I was mm-hmm. masturbating in the mm-hmm. living room. Mm-hmm. And I heard it on the street. And then Jose, I called him and he goes, Oh, yeah, somebody just shot somebody in the head <laughs> on six. And I was like, cool, man. Oh, yeah, guys, really, the best just guy. went up and he uh, just shot him in the head. It's like three <laughs> in the afternoon.
1: Yes. Yes, that was a good neighborhood. The Ghetto Birds, every night, remember the helicopters? Every night, just... All fucking night, dude. That's so crazy. That was Sixth, a rough Bonnie. hood. Remember
0: we used to drive by? We're like, Bonnie Bray is the bad, is a Bonnie bad Bonnie Bray, it, it
1: was apparent that it was bad. Yeah, it a was a bad one. Because all the homies would sit out on their stoops. Yeah. I remember when we first moved there, I had a Volkswagen. I had the windows murdered out, like all of them. And um, one time I was just rolling on Bonnie Bray, and these Vatos, they were all fucking mad doggy me, because they couldn't see that I was Who's like a, a dopey yeah. white girl. Right. They were just like, oh, sh-. like they were checking me out. Yeah, and I was like, fuck. So I rolled down my windows, like, hi guys. It's just it's a little white. Really? I rolled down the windows because they were they were looking at me like, who the fuck is this bitch with her tinted? They didn't know. They didn't know of who I was.
0: Did you let them get in there?
1: Banging gangbangers? Yeah. Nah. Why? At that time, at that time. Remember, time. Do you remember, um, Jose, our old building manager, and um. When the one time the sink was plugged up, water. (laughs) This is literally his reasoning. No, the yeah, the sink was clogged, and he goes, Well, the sink is clogged. You see, the
0: tub, the bathtub.
1: Oh, wait, tub "Tub is clogged because the water won't go down. See, there's something in there plugging it up. Like, yeah, yep, (laughs) that's right.
0: If uh, if I unclog it, (laughs) then all the water will go down. (laughs) We're like, Yeah,
1: yeah, bro, but
0: right now. It won't go down because it's clogged. It's all plugged up. It's all plugged up. I got to unclog it. I'm like, well, do you think you can
1: unclog it?
0: Yeah. I have to get a device and then yeah. uh, unclog it. Then the water will go down. <sighs> he actually said, he goes, um, but until I do that, there's going to be water there.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Say that. Yeah.
1: That was a wacky, wacky place. And then before him was an old man named Henry. Passed away, and that's how we got Jose. But Henry uh, had about a twelve case, twelve packer liquid lunch every day, every day. And uh, one time, our my smoke. This is before you. No, moved it in was. Uh,
0: wasn't it, Hal?
1: Hal, not Henry. Right. Hal, Hal. So Hal, yeah, he's tw- twelve beers every you know few hours. Anyway, the smoke detector was going off. It just wouldn't stop or something. So he was too drunk and old to get up on the ladder and pull the thing down, so he's like, "Just go up there and pull down the thing, and I'm like taking direction, and I'm like, "All right, so I pull off the white part of the smoke detector, and then there's all these wires, and he's like, "Just cut the wires, and I'm like, "Are you sure that's a good idea because they're yeah, they're live, yeah, he was yeah. drunk, and he's like, "Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. just take use these pliers, there's plastic on them. it's fine. Well, guess what, kids? You can't cut live wires." <laughs> It sparked, and it was like, zzz, like the massive spark, and there was like a black stain on the fucking wall. And I immediately ran down that ladder, boy. That's the last time I right. cut a fucking. I remember wall. he was
0: like, oh, "I sorry. shouldn't." I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I had a liquid lunch today. Yeah, sorry. Like, oh, sorry, you could have killed me, bro. Sorry, sorry, Izzy.
0: Fuck. <laughs> I sent that girl up there. And I the because of the wires. She died. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, He likes beer.
1: He likes beer. Uh, oddly enough, I will say the neighbors in that building were more civilized... The nicest. ...than I remember some it. neighbors we might have in uh, nicer neighborhoods. I remember it.
0: <laughs> Certainly the nicer huh. than the ones we had in the next two neighborhoods. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. How that goes. Remember when our uh, car insurance... When we moved out of that neighborhood, <laughs> went down like three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, bro. I was like, "Are you sure?" And they're like, "Yeah, you're leaving a really bad neighborhood, and you're going to a better one." Like, oh, okay. Now,
1: when I moved in there, I would look at the LAPD crime maps, like just to see what's going on, and it would be fucking lit up, dude. Yeah. Like our Dodger Stadium, five man. block radius yeah. would just lit up with ag-, ag assault, like you said, a couple of rapes here and there, A couple of murders, murders.
0: Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, we were we could. See Macarthur Park. I mean, yes, Macarthur Park was pretty famous as like where to score.
1: It's also where they score with needles. They filmed Training Day there.
0: <laughs> Remember that little film? Yeah, that was a fun, fun time.
1: That's our that's our old neighborhood, man.
0: That's what's called uh, featuring as a comedian when you're a feature comic.
1: <laughs> Rampart.
0: Yeah, Rampart. We, we definitely should have rented somewhere else, though. Right? Like, what in,
1: happened was that place came. St- I had lived in a really crazy place in Silver Lake up that stair street it was like 150 yeah, steps what the
0: fuck were you thinking though
1: what I was thinking was I needed a break from society that was my Ralph no. my Ralph Waldo Emerson house not that
0: one the second part. so
1: what happened was I went on vacation with my dad to the Dominican Republic I come back mm-hmm. and the grapefruit that I had left out had been half eaten and so there were bites taken out of shit right and apparently we had a little uh, rat problem mice's meese's Rats. Yeah, And I told the landlady, I'm like, dude, this is not cool. And she's, she just didn't answer. She didn't respond. And I was like, I'm out of here, bro. So that was like the first place I could find as quick as I could find it, basically. And it was a night, but it was a, we had the top corner unit in the ghetto. So it was safe. It was actually safe. Nothing bad ever happened to us, thank God. But yeah. just the neighborhood was well, That's atrocious. what I'm saying though.
0: Why didn't you pick a different neighborhood?
1: Because I was a single girl at the time. I was... Right. But it was too expensive to live alone in Silver
0: Lake. It was no, too expensive. No, but I'm not saying Silver Lake, a different neighborhood. Like you picked the worst neighborhood.
1: I know. Well, part of me was a little more urban back then, a little grittier. <sighs> Man. But it was too expensive. Like I wanted to stay on the east side, I wanted to stay Silver Lake, Echo Park. Yeah. But she was too expensive. So that was like the cheapest neighborhood for the most value. It's like I crazy. got that. It was a big space for me. Yeah. It was had AC. That, remember, we had like 15 foot high ceilings.
0: I remember one of my favorite things was that when two parking I- spots. It yeah. was. It was good tandem, tandem parking. Yeah, I remember when the AC stopped working one time, like in yeah. the summer. I was like, Jose, you got to come up here, man. This is bad. And it's like just hot air, It's fucking oh, yeah. boiling. And he goes, uh, Yeah, I got to call the coolant guy. And I go, Okay. He goes, He's not around till Wednesday. Yeah. And it was like Sunday, and I go, Call somebody else. He's like, Nah, he's my guy. Right. So we have to wait till Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's Thanks. my favorite. Again, the guy's busy till next week. Well, There's other
0: guys. Yeah, call another guy. <laughs> nah, that's the guy that I call, though. If I call another guy, then it won't be the guy that I normally call. It would be a different guy. Right.
1: Remember, didn't he borrow like your suit hanger or something? Here? Garment bag.
0: Gar- <laughs> he goes, uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he goes, you got a suit bag? And I go, <laughs> what? what? And he goes, a suit bag. And I go, what's that? I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, like a bag. You put a suit in. And I go, Oh, a garment bag. And he goes, Yeah, a suit bag. Like he won't even take <laughs> the new word into his vocabulary. Yeah, I, I got a suit bag. Go borrow it. You gotta go to a wedding, you gotta wear a suit. And yeah, i get i get you can borrow my suit bag.
1: He was the nicest. He and he his wife, sweetheart. Linda, were the nicest people. And I remember one time I went down to their apartment to ask for something. And I got to like, you know, when you get to peek inside other people's apartments mm-hmm. and see how they live. Now you and I were hoarders, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. We had a one bedroom apartment we were sharing. We had so, so much dumb crap between which we still do. We have so much dumb crap. These people had an immaculate space. Yeah. They're the kind of people that the carpet, you could see the lines from it being vacuumed.
0: So you remember her? She was like, Oh, how was Oh, she loved she, she used to call They loved Mario? each other. Oh, Mario. And I go, what's Mario? She goes, it's a pet name. They loved each other. Mario. You could tell they still fucked a lot.
1: Yes. And she even had like plastic runners, Mm -hmm. you know, like so that you could walk on certain parts of the carpet. They're sweet people. One time
0: I went to, uh, we got like frozen treats that you microwave from TJ's. Yeah. Like little, you know, that you heat them up and they're like little hors d'oeuvres. Hors Mm d'oeuvres. And I was like. Would you like some? And she just like mouthed. She did the it. same to me. Yeah, she ate like six of them. I was yeah. like, holy shit, you just devoured that.
1: I made spanakopita once from Trader Joe's, Trader's Joe. Mm-hmm. And she came over and she they were fixing something. And she goes, oh, is that spanakopita? And I was like, yeah. She goes, I love spanakopita. You want some? She
0: ate about half of them. Yeah, that's awesome. She was tiny. Tiny, tiny. So was he. He was a fucking hundred pounds. But know that huge horse car. He had a hog on him. He had that long hair that you like. That long, long <laughs> hair.
1: He had such long hair. He had
0: like mid-back length.
1: Yeah, he was that awesome. Mustache. He was, he was Puerto like, Rican.
0: Total Puerto, Puerto
1: Rican. Rican. How oh, the fuck they have me
0: We're going to have to go back to... Uh, Eighteenth Street Gang uh later. We gotta get going.
1: We gotta also next time mm. uh, do King Ass Ripper. We talked about it at the top.
0: Oh yeah. And we
1: did not follow through. Sorry guys. Next episode we will we will we'll will catch up with our Lord Ass Ripper.
0: That's true. We'll catch up with some more Lord, Lord of the Rips. Lord of his assholeness. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye
1: meows. Oh my god.